too. I like, think I could date a guy that's in prison because at least I know where he is. Like, I know he's not Well, out. that was a big thing, too. When I would get <laughs> locked up, she'd be like, oh, at least I know where you are. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Girls, Girls Gotta, Eat. Gotta Eat. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Did I, I feel like I'm starting to be able to impersonate you really well. Someone DM'd that they're starting to talk like me. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? You don't understand. <laughs> Ashley can't say the word money to me anymore because the money episode like six months ago, I have harassed her so hard for this. She was like, what do you say? Can I have some money? You can, you don't make your own money? She can't say the word money to me anymore. I just, it's I, really like I every time right before I'm about to say money, I'm like, is there any other word I can use? Because Raina won't take well, like, currency. We can't, we can't <laughs> cash. We can't get through the sentence. Ashley's like, do you have a couple dollars? I just don't have any currency on me. <laughs> I don't know. So it was just on a Monday me. morning. We were in Chicago on Wednesday for a live show. We are obviously recording this before the live show, so we'll give you an update next right week. Right before it. We're still pretty timely, guys. We're not recording really far out, but we just had to knock this out so we could get it to you guys on Monday. So we'll give you a full recap in Chicago next week. And we are going to be announcing a lot more live shows probably next week or the week after. We are so excited. We have so many cities to announce. I we can't have wait. Really fun 2019 coming in hot or really cold, actually. Um, <laughs> before we get very started, cold cities. <laughs> I can't believe we agreed to do all this stuff in February. It was really the dumbest. We're going to die thing. in February. But we were like, you know what we want to do is not go on tour this summer. We want to go on tour in February. <laughs> Notoriously the coldest month with the most blizzards. <laughs> We're going to like the coldest cities. <laughs> so if you live in the coldest cities, you can probably guess what's on deck in February. Alaska. If you can get hypothermia walking outside, we're coming to you. <laughs> Girls gotta eat does Antarctica. Here we go. Oh, the God. frostbite tour. That's what we're calling it. <laughs> Anyways, support for this podcast and the following message come from Addie, the first and only FDA approved treatment. For acquired, generalized, hyperactive sexual desire disorder, HSDD, in women who have not gone through menopause, see pool prescribed information, including boxed warning regarding the use of alcohol, severe low blood pressure, and fainting in certain settings at addy.com backslash PI. Symptoms of HSDD include low libido and associated distress. To speak with the doctor about Addy from the privacy of your own home, visit addy.com slash GGE. That's A-D-D-Y-I dot com slash G-G-E. And we also wanted to say thank you to Scentbird, a luxury perfume subscription service for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Go to scentbird.com slash G-G-E and use code G-G-E for 50% off your first month. And we're saying scent like a fragrance, S-C-E-N-T, bird. Dot com slash GGE. We're going to get into this more later and tell you guys about what it is. But I am smelling great we right now. We sent it up on the way out of the house We today. are really fragrant right now in a good way. And so, actually, what were we doing at your apartment today? Oh, can I finish? Oh, are we done? We're not done with this? I'm segueing into the next thing. I thought we are done. <laughs> we're going to stop. You're so good with the segues. Just don't get ahead of yourself. We will talk more about Semper later. But yeah, okay. Now go. Now I'm um, So we were at Ashley's apartment today. I'm not going to totally reveal what's happening. But um, you guys message us a lot about um, extra episodes. You want more than one episode a week. You want bonus episodes. So we are working on a fun project. We're going to be releasing lots of new content for you guys. So stay tuned. We'll announce it next week. This week, I think. Whatever. Just, we're going to announce it at some point. 
<laughs> We're teasing it right now. It's called a tease. <laughs> Nobody's ever called me that. People no. are like, they call me all the way, Raina. <laughs> um, yeah, new content coming soon. Um, Stay tuned. In addition to new content, we got holiday merch coming out. Yes. We have the cutest shirts. Ashley came up with the idea for so many cute shirts. Yes, guys. Girls Gotta Eat Podcast.shop is our store. Holiday sweatshirts. So for cute. All your- Holiday parties. Our amazing designer, Leah, designed the coolest stuff. She's here with us. Are they Are they so cute? They're so cute. They're the oh. cutest. Uh, but anyways, you guys can get those. Um, we'll keep you updated also on shipping dates. Um, it definitely gets a little backed up during the holidays. So we'll let you yeah. know the exact date you have to buy things by to and, get them by Christmas. And aren't we like already celebrating? I mean, we're celebrating Christmas right now. I am. I'm in my full-blown Hallmark movie watching and Mariah Carey listening. Girls gotta snort. I snort oh, sometimes that's really like a hard. Drug reference. <laughs> <laughs> Girls gotta. Oh, we'll get to the drugs later. Oh my god! Should we? Okay. Should we talk about what's been going on? I think that's everything. Right? New York. New York holiday shows are sold out again. More cities to announce. Beanies are also up. Silence from Raina. <laughs> First time ever. <laughs> the beanies are so cute. We sold a beanie before we even announced that they were on the site. And Raina was like, huh, sold a beanie, huh? Last like, night, Ashley. <laughs> you're so anti. Like, I'm not, I wear a beanie every day. I'm wearing a beanie right now. You're personally victimized by the girls gotta eat beanies. <laughs> Last night, Ashley was like, we should make the beanies live. And I just like went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> First, I watched like four hours of stand-up comedy. Then I went to sleep. Yes, I'm Ashley. I tell Ashley I watch I watch stand-up every night now, and it's like I'm I'm like a one-woman like documentarian now about stand-up <laughs> comedy, like a profession I will never go into. But I do stand-up comedy, and I do not watch it. <laughs> no interest. I think that's, but so I think about it like this: I'm like sort of jealous that like we do these live shows, and you have all this experience from like being able to do live shows, and I don't have any. So that's why I've been watching so much. So I feel like we have these live shows, and I want to be like worthy of being on these stages because you know I get insecure sometimes, just just like regular people. Well, <laughs> but no, I was going somewhere with this. Um, I don't you just have all this experience, and I don't. And um, I mean, I don't know, it'd be like somebody trying to like cook for me. Like I went to culinary school, I know everything about food and yeah. cooking, and like so. I mean, obviously, you don't watch it because you. You've done it. Well, it's it's not that. I and I love comedy. I just like it live. Like I I just there's so much that I feel like you lose. I just like being in a comedy club or like at a bar show or whatever it is. So I mean, first of all, I think you do so amazing. Obviously, it's shocking how great you are on stage for not having the experience. And even if you did, you're just great. Like Thanks. without any. Well, I feel more comfortable having you next yeah. to me. It's not the same as like standing as up a stand- on a stage. Absolutely, you know. But it's also I don't know like. I understand, obviously, people need to do specials. It's amazing to have comedy specials. It's amazing to be on Netflix or Comedy Central or whatever it is. I just I feel like once you've gone to so many shows in real life, it's like just different. I just don't enjoy it. I'll find myself zoning out where when I'm in a comedy club, I'm so invested and I'm like the person laughing the most, you know? Maybe I just like to be naked while I watch comedy. So oh, okay. That's so you're why. just like masturbating to all these comedians. Yeah, a little bit. I have a, com- I have a comedian fetish right now. Ugh, it's so annoying. <laughs> They're the worst. <laughs> it's like, do you want to date somebody who can never see you ever and is totally unstable? Comedians. <laughs> Raina, I told her the other day, I was like, oh. no, I was like, I'm going to stick through this with you and just wait it out, but I don't like it. <laughs> I have a date next week with somebody who is not a comedian, so. He's funny. I'm excited. This you is a great story. S- you had some date stuff happen this week. It was pretty funny. Are you going to tell how this happened? How which thing happened? Your da- upcoming date. 
No, I'm not going to tell how it happened. You're until, not? No, not yet. Till after the date. I'm not going to tell how it happened. Oh my God, happened. what a teaser. You know, it's funny. Now people you always say to me like, you know, aren't you worried the guys are going to be scared when you're talking about the podcast? And I always say like, if they don't do anything terrible, horrible, I'm not going to talk about them on the podcast because I actually like somebody and they act normal. I'm not going to have anything For to say sure. about you. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going to keep it to myself how I met this guy because people will know who he is. Okay, but just so we're clear, he's very much knows about the podcast. Oh, as very much. As he has listened, may have been in attendance for a live show. That's all <laughs> we're going to say. Yeah. Um, so I love that. Yeah. He knows what he's getting into. Yeah, and the guy who I thought I liked last week, we confirmed who... <laughs> <laughs> Sean last week was like, yeah, he's just trying to... Like booty call you, of course. And I was like, no, that's not the case. No, and you then, weren't. We were like, oh, right. Shocked. <laughs> yeah. And then Sunday night at 11.30, he hit me with a you up text. Oh, my God. I was like, of are course you really did. trying to booty call me at 11.30 on a, on a Sunday? Sunday? You know what? And also, by the way, at least take me out for, meet, meet me for one drink once ever before you start hitting me it's up so for crazy. like late Minimal night you effort, up shit. Guys. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't work. I am free seven days a week. I'm very easy to meet for a drink. Right. I mean, I'll make it seem like I'm busy, but in general, right. I'll meet you for a drink. I mean, we can day drink. We can breakfast drink. Right. I'll we breakfast and lunch you all day, day long. Any hour of the day. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so hit me with the you up. So I mean, so I posted a video on my Instagram story at like midnight so he knew I was awake and then didn't respond. Oh, got him. Big league. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched Comedy Naked Alone for a little while. Okay. <laughs> what anyway. a life. What a time to be alive. <laughs> I feel like the intro to this podcast is just the rain of rejection hour every week. <laughs> well, speaking of hours in the day, I, <laughs> I had this guy. We matched on um, – Hinge has been really been pretty solid for me lately. I've just been getting a lot of, like, matches. Guys ask me out here and there. So this guy, we matched and – this was last week. Rain and I were actually out at happy hour and he was like, do you want to meet for a drink tonight after work? Which I'm all about like, go be spontaneous, whatever. Yeah. Like I'm kind of down for that. And uh, my uh, best guy friend, Rob, he just got engaged and he's, he, that's actually how he and his girlfriend met. They met on an app. He was like, you want to meet right now? And they like hung out all night, this great first date. But it was like, hey, you around? Let's meet right now. Totally. I'm a big fan of this. play hard to get for with sure. somebody on exactly. a, a dating app. So he's like, do you want to go out for drinks after work? And you know, you and I were already kind of having wine. After work. We've been drinking since four. Right. We were drinking since... <laughs> right. Okay. So now we're like a craft or two of wine deep. And I, it was like six. It was like six, right? And so I was like... Yeah. 6.30. Sure. Yeah. I'm like, sure. Let's do it. And um, he was like, you pick the place. I was like, let's do East Village, eight o'clock. And he's like, oh, can we, can we do nine? And I'm like, N- no. You know, like I'm just... That's three hours from now. I've been drinking. I just don't feel like it. I don't feel like got to go home, got to, you know, take the dog out. And then I got to sit around for an hour. Like you had stuff to do. I was like, you want to meet for after work? That's not nine o'clock to me. And so I was just like, no, nine o'clock's the end of the night. Nine o'clock is like a Saturday right. night, 2 a.m. So I'm like another, I'm like, no worries. Another time. Yeah. Right. So that's a Thursday night, Friday night, Friday, he hits me up and he's like, Hey, what are you up to tonight? I was like, I'll be, I'll be out and about. I actually had a show at a comedy show. I didn't tell him that, but I was like, I'll be out and about in the East Village. You know, here's my number. He was like, okay, I'll, I'll uh, hit you up later. <laughs> he like said later, 2 a.m. He texts me. <laughs> 2 a.m. Hey, Ashley, you still out? What? You're a stranger. And this like, is what I'm saying. Here's the thing. No. So we talked about this. We, I think we talked about this with um, Jared. It might've even been the last episode, but regardless. <laughs> the last episode. <laughs> the, audio, the, the first episode that never made it because the audio got all fucked up. He, this girl was like, I went out with a guy once, had a great date with him. And then like a couple nights later, he like texted her at 
in the middle of the night, like that, like two in the morning. And she felt offended because she felt like he was trying to do a booty call situation. And we said, no, that just means he made it. He got drunk. He was thinking about you. It doesn't mean that. He might not still be trying to put you in this booty call late night territory. He probably was just thinking about you. You guys had a good date. You were vibing. This guy and I haven't met. So it's so crazy that he would think I, a stranger, would go meet up with someone from an internet app at 2 a.m. That's nuts to me. I find it really insulting. I was insult- I knew the guy but that texted me on Sunday. I've met him before. I'm friends with him. I, right. I think that that is super insulting. And so I'm like, but again, here, here. I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm trying not to write people off so quickly. Again, maybe just drunk. That's what I said to you. I was you like, told me that. You'll like, wake up and be embarrassed. Right. So next day, now we're now we're Saturday, and he hits me up again. Hey, how about tonight? Didn't really address anything, which I thought I would have been like, haha, sorry about the late night text. It wasn't. It was just a straight up like, how about tonight? I'm like, this guy is really pursuing me hard. And I was out with guy friends. We were watching football on Saturday, and I I was like, I could go meet him for a drink. Rob was like, go meet him around the corner, come back if it's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sure. now again, we're talking like 5, 6 p.m. I'm like, sure, why not? East Village, 8 o'clock again, right? East Village, 8 o'clock. What, it's a couple hours away. Right. He's like, actually, can we do later? Well, first of all, what does this guy have against 8 o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> He's triggered. So I, I was like, no, no. Like, this is not, I, I, I'm sorry that I'm not going to meet a stranger out at 9 or 10 at night. I'm just not. First time I was like whatever. Second time I was even like ah he'll wake up and be here. But the third time it's like okay, it's yes, clear what thank he wants. you. Like strike three. It's not personal. It's certainly he doesn't know you. It's not personal. Absolutely. But like this guy is on an app to sleep with girls. That's fine. But That's is he wrong like, with that? Is that his move? I don't know. There's nothing. I mean, I think if it's somebody so wants to meet you at nine p.m. on a work night, and most people like need to go home. But like when I go with my friends that have like jobs that need to be at their job at eight o'clock in the morning, yeah. nine in the morning, they go home at 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Yeah. So like if somebody's meeting me out that late, that yeah. They want to meet me so they can spend the least amount of time with me before they have sex it's just, with me. It's, I, I mean, I guess, but like again, I know people have, I think he's an attorney actually. I, I know people have busy jobs. Again, I gave him like all this, this is a stranger. I gave this stranger like kind of like didn't love the like actually how about nine. Again, was like, he's probably busy at work. Didn't love the 2 a.m. text to a stranger. Again, I was like, eh, whatever, one more chance. I'm like, no, Third, right. three strikes are out. Yeah. No, like, I why agree. do you hate eight o'clock? what's wrong I think that you give people enough rope to hang themselves like and again I said later all I said was later isn't great for me maybe another time never heard from him again I think he was like oh she's not gonna fuck me right and that's fine like if that's what he wants but like I think you give people enough chances and like this dude I'm talking about last week I was just I finally was just like hey if you want to make the time like let's meet up for a drink yeah and he was like well I have all this stuff to do and I was like okay no no problem, but I'm not doing this with you. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, like, mean, you just have to set your boundaries. And, like, again, I think I, – I hope that we're sending the message that, like, don't be so quick to, like, red flag somebody and cut them off. But when you're in a situation where this happened, then this happened. Oh, then this also happened. It's like, get out of here. Well, you collect also, your enough stranger. Yeah, if you collect time. enough information. But I agree with you. Like, I think that, like, you don't want to write somebody off for every single thing. People are human. Like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, my God. I tried to do eight. He said nine. We're done. I was like, all right, one more chance. You know what? Fine. Fuck it. One more chance. <laughs> You're a stranger. <laughs> You're balding. I thought he was cute. His face is cute. <laughs> he can shave his head. But not above the forehead. I don't mind a bald head. Do you? Way prefer a bald head over trying to hold on to that last little bit of hair. I think it's kind of sexy when guys shave their heads. Me too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you're really thinning and you don't have a lot, I think you got to get rid of it. Yeah. But I I feel for guys that don't have the vibe to pull off bald and they're like super balding. That sucks. 
Yeah, it sucks. I think women have a lot more avenues to fixing themselves. Look, I mean, I'm the first person. Like, I, I, I have fake hair, I have fake nails, I have veneers. So, like, you know, I, the, I'm the first person to go out and pay for things that I need to pay for. <laughs> but, you know, I think there's nothing wrong with, like, shaving your head and just embracing it. I know. I just, I, you, but, like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, you've definitely met guys where you're like, oh, honey, a shaved head is not going to really work for you. Yeah. But what option do you have? I don't know. Shave your head. See if it works. Rock it out. Big dick energy. Walk around with a bald head. I like, you know, I like a kind of like shaved head and a beard. Oof. And tats. I like a scary dude. You want them to look like they're going to murder you at any, any point. a little bit. Is that a good segue? Talking about murderers. <laughs> no, we are not talking about murderers. That's a good segue. Let's... We, <laughs> we have a guest I'm so excited about in the studio today. He is a friend of mine. He is... What? Get out of here. I introduced the guest. What? Every single other time we cut that and go with the, what we did in the intro. Okay. Just don't fuck right, up the so flow. Let's start again. Anyway, no, I don't want to start again. We can leave it. Anyways, guys. Start welcome again. To- You're going to be more comfortable. Welcome to, <laughs> welcome to the studio. <laughs> Now you fucked up my flow. Um, no, it's good. It's loosening me up. So I'm all right with it. Welcome to the studio, Derek Drescher. Thank you. Woo. Thank you. Drescher. Drescher, like the nanny. Like Fran. Like Fran Drescher. Like Fran. Yeah. Is that a Jewish name? It is. It's also German. German Jew. I, oh, is that a thing? Can you be both? Absolutely. Living proof. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you're looking at it. You're talking to it. All right, guys. So um, first off, we just want you to introduce yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? Okay. What do you do? All right. My name is Derek Drescher. I, uh, I, I live in East New York, which is in Brooklyn, for those of you that don't know, the real Brooklyn. <laughs> um, born and raised in the streets of Brooklyn? <laughs> uh, I, my upbringing was super transient, so we'll get into that. Okay. Um, but that is home right now. Um, I am a trainer at Combody. Okay. It is a boutique fitness studio that only hires ex-cons to teach their fitness classes. I'm also the studio manager there. And Ashley took the class I took your class last night. What did you think? It was intense. I mean, I love a class like that. It's like total body. There's no fancy weights, equipment. It's, I mean, yeah, you'll, you'll talk about it, but it's what you can do in a jail cell. Yes. So, um. It's exactly what it is. Right. So I just, and the, their marketing is pretty genius. Like you get a picture in front of the, like, Mugshot wall. Mm-hmm. It's Instagram gold. It is. It is. <laughs> it I hate is. to say it because it's really, but it's so authentic because like you said, everyone is, we're not going to say ex-con. Yeah. Formerly, formerly incarcerated <laughs> individuals is the politically correct term. I feel like I learned so much from doing this show. Is, I'm, it, one, is it one of those things that only you can say ex-con, we can't? I mean. <laughs> like I can say Jew. Every no. time we say Jew, Ash is like, is that insulting people? Like it's just a religion. It's not a slur. Well, well I said Jewish school the other day and someone was like, it's yeshiva, bitch. And uh, <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm Jewish. Like, I can, I could say. Well, a Jew has the little bite to it. You know what I mean? The way like, you just said it, where you went up six <laughs> octaves yeah. at the end of the word. But Octaves got Jew- a little high there. <laughs> Wait, guys, right, also, guys, before we started recording. Like, people can oh, we're dip. not recording No, yet. no, I said yes, before we started recording. Di- my favorite thing is when people just assume Ashley's Jewish. <laughs> Derek was like, you're Jewish, right? You're Jewish, right? <laughs> I definitely thought you were Jewish. I take it as a compliment. We met, oh, this was a, Derek, you were there. We were watching football with yes. Alexis. And there's that guy that lives in the fancy building in the East Village, the one we want to live in, Raina. Some, some rich <laughs> when, dude. When we buy an apartment together. Yeah, some very rich dude, because I know he is, because he can live there. And he was like, yeah, you're, you're Jewish, right? And I was like, no. And I was like, why do you think that? Is it because of my face? And he was like, no, you just seem really, you're, seem really smart and successful. I have <laughs> I so like, many funny stories about that. Okay, so back to your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. My life, 
I'm 37 now, so it has changed drastically these past three and a half, four years. I was, I'd been in and out of the system from 12 years old to 34 years old. Uh, my grandmother took care of me when I was young for the most part. She passed away, kind of went off the deep end, got involved in drugs, which led to crime, which led to all kinds of craziness. I've been in probably 40 different institutions in the state of New York alone, like jails, hospitals, detention centers, you know, all rehabs, all kinds of things. Um, but fitness is what turned my life around. Did you get into fitness while you were in while you were See, most jail? most dudes will like come out of jail like in shape. I didn't. I came out like 230 pounds. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did you go in 230 or you gained weight no, in jail? No, I went in like 140 cuz I was like You gained weight in jail? Cuz I was like shooting heroin like crazy. So. Oh, gotcha. It was <laughs> so you just had to like come back to eating normal. I looked like a uh, like a European rock star when I went in. Oh, okay. wow, you sound hot back then. Yeah. Oh my god, that heroin chic. <laughs> Sexy. I have some pics. Actually, it didn't look too bad at some point. I will DM me the photos later. <laughs> Stop. Right I can only sleep with people that come on the show. I don't meet other people other than this. Like, I don't have time. I'm always just with you or at home alone. That's I have to fuck our guests. <laughs> you can't. Wait, do you, do you fuck them, like, right after the show? How do you? He's like, how does this work? How does this go? And what did what's I get the, myself into? What's the casting process like? Um, I'm going to well, need to freshen up a little bit. Like, I've had things happen where, like, somebody starts texting me after the show, thanking me for having them on, and then it spirals. Yeah. Into some, some other into, shit. Okay, this is very fascinating. The fact also, that, you know I love a weight loss story. <laughs> oh, yeah, back so, to that. Also, what is the food like? In I'm, jail? So I'm a big food person, so well, I got to know about the food. The thing is, is like, that you, you need know. to either, like, have people sending you, like— putting some money on your books from the outside. Yeah. Or you got to have some kind of hustle inside because the it, the food there just really isn't, you can't handle For me personally, like the only time I would almost cry when I was incarcerated was when I was eating the food. Oh, yeah. so I brought up a really pleasant memory so like, for you. I would not be eating this shit if I was out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I'm sorry I brought that up. No, no, sorry. Like no, no, it's fine. <laughs> I'm totally cool with it. So, but I've got, so you left, you didn't get in jail. I had some money the last time I was in. I fucking loved Cheetos. I haven't eaten a Cheeto since I got out of jail. I just want to let everybody know that. Cause <laughs> like I'm, you can't, like the memories? The me I just got so, it was gross. Like I had boobs and a gut and like. This is so crazy. Like, You're just eating shitty. Eh? I was, I, I would, so they had me on this drug called Seroquel, which is like a tranquilizer and uh. It helps you sleep. Okay. But you would, like, black out on it and eat all your food. So I'd, like, oh. wake up in the middle of the night in my cell, and there'd be, like, seven Cheeto, like, empty Cheeto bags. I'd be like, who the fuck came in here and ate my shit? Yeah. Who's fucking with me? Same thing happens to me, except for I have no excuse. And they'd be like, shut the fuck up. You ate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you got out of jail, and you were like, this sucks. I should have probably so got... So I basically had nowhere to go. Nobody... I had fucked up so bad that nobody wanted me. Was it, so, Is this like a Forrest Gump thing? Like you just started running? You were like, mm, I just started no, running. No, because I even <laughs> fucked... Almost fucked that up in the beginning. Okay. So like I... I get into this this halfway house. Like... And I picked a spot in Newburgh, New York, which is just like... They're like, where do you want to go? And I'm like, oh, I want to go here. Because I just... I knew where all the drugs were there. Right. So I already had in my mind that, like, you know, I'm getting fucked up 
when I when I get out. So like I got into the halfway house. I like made some fake checks and shit. Like robbed some people. I, I don't know right. if that's all right to say. Sandy, say what? I mean, and uh, it's no secret I, that you did some things. Yeah, and I <laughs> and I started getting high. So they kicked me out of the halfway house. I'm like staying in this shelter. This this woman who was my counselor at this outpatient was like, "You've been this is." fucking you up like you and you're i'm also a veteran she's like you know you're a veteran you have drug issues i know a place who you know on 43rd and 8th that you should go to that you know you could probably get your your life like back together so i go so i had a buddy in there that was part of uh this running team this nonprofit organization that comes around to different they have like five teams throughout the city mm-hmm. and the facility i was in was one of their their the teams they had so he's like a bunch of people came in one day. They're, they're like, you know, in their running gear. They're like, you know, all happy. I'm like, what the fuck are these? You know, what's everybody so happy about? You know? <laughs> and I'm like, what's what you guys do? And they're like, oh, we just ran 10 miles. I'm like, you like ran? Like you walked some, right? They're like, no, we like ran 10 miles. I'm like, what the fuck? Like on what? purpose? And everybody's like all Nobody happy. Nobody was chasing you? <laughs> it's, it totally threw me for loop because I'd ran before, you know, but like three miles, four miles, five miles, like yeah. 10 miles, like just didn't register register to yeah. me. So my, my buddy, Rob, he's like, dude, you should like run with us. And I'm like, all right. He's like, you get new sneakers. And that was like the selling point for me because I had like nothing at that, at oh, that right. time. Yeah. So we go out to meet these people every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And, uh, Everybody wanted to hug me. So I'm like, uh, like, nah, chill. Like, don't, like, everybody's all happy. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, all right, what's the catch here? Right. Because who the fuck would wake up at like 4.30 in the morning, catch a train, come over here to run with people like me right. for an hour? This makes absolutely no sense. I'm thinking everybody's a paid employee. So I'm like, all right, so they're getting money for it. So that's why. And then I found out the people who were running with us were volunteers. And I'm like, all right. I'm crazy, but these people are really fucked up because this <laughs> makes absolutely no sense to me. Like, what is, right? like, does it make them feel better that they're running with someone who's just totally fucked their life up and they're like, hey, things ain't so bad for me. Like, you know, this guy's really <laughs> right. fucked up. And uh, I ended up getting in trouble again. And those people were really nice to me and I was a fucking dick to them. Like, anyway, I, I had to leave the facility, turn myself in for something I actually didn't do. Um, and while I was sitting in jail for those six days, I'm like, what am I got? Cause I, by this point I had like almost 10 months clean and I'm like, I should not be here. I should not be sitting in a cell anymore. Cause I've heard stories like these old timers talk about going to jail clean. Like there's no withdrawal or anything this time. It's just me with like my feelings yeah. and like just looking back at this, this mess I had made in my life. Um, with nobody to blame but me. Right. Like some of the stuff that happened to me when I was younger, like I had no control of it. There came a point where I knew the difference between right and wrong. And uh, I decided to keep doing the wrong things. So I was like, oh, those volunteer people were really, really nice to me. <laughs> and if I get the chance to like run with them again, I'm going to do like, uh-huh. I'm going to do really well. And, you know, at this point in my, in, in, you know, in my head, I'm like, you know, I usually when I'm mean to people, they're like not gonna like set me back. Like it, the bridge is burned. But when yeah. I, when I was released and I went back to the facility, they like greeted me with open arms, and uh, I'm probably weighing like around two twenty five, two twenty six at that point. So I started running Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and I became very close with some of the people I was running with. Like they, 
they didn't care about what I had done. They cared about like what I was doing and where I wanted to go in life. And so then like you ran and started did marathons and all these things and just kind of yeah, fell into con body that, so over the years. With the organization, they they asked me to um, be their keynote speaker at their gala. So they're like, oh, you know, all these people are going to be here from all these different corporations. So I went up, I told my story. Had you ever done any public speaking before? Not like that. Not in front of 800 people. Right. Yeah. You debuted your public speaking in yeah. front of 800 so at this people? Point, I'm like out of the facility. I was working at a homeless shelter in Brooklyn um, as a residential aide. Okay. So like I didn't really have much money. But I spent a thousand dollars on a tuxedo. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we are, when you look good, you feel good. Yeah. No, look good, <laughs> feel good is a big thing. Absolutely. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. So I went up there, told my story, and Cas uh, Marte, the founder of Combody, like um, one of my friends, Marnie from Run Street, was like, you know, Cas is gonna be in the audience. You know, maybe you get to talk to him. So like, I I read who about who he was in magazines. I'm like, you know, this is something I could be super down with I, I i give the speech all these people are running up to me they're like we want you to come work for us you just got to get your series seven yeah, i think that's what it's called i'm like what series the seven is for account though. yeah i'm like I, this is the only suit i own and it's a fucking tuxedo <laughs> so you're just gonna roll i'm to like work waiting for cost i'm waiting for cost and he, he doesn't come talk to me and i'm like motherfucker <laughs> fuck this guy <laughs> so this is funny like at the end of the night after the gala's over i head back to Brooklyn in my tuxedo and I go work at the shelter like in your tux cleaning the like I took my jacket off like cleaning like making sure the boilers are good yeah you know I I would fix things I would make sure that you know the um everything was in working order for all the clients yeah so I get an email at, like midnight that cost would like to meet with me so I was like boom yeah I went and met him at the studio on on uh, Broom and Eldridge and he's like Nice to meet you. You know how you know how the studio looks. You know, it looks mm -hmm. like he's like, yeah. "Welcome back to prison." Are you triggered? <laughs> and I didn't like it at first. I'm gonna be honest with you. It kind of freaked me out. Right. Um. And he's like, "I want you to come work for me." He's like, "I want you to be our run coach." So that was super big. Um. Okay. Well, we wanna we're gonna chat more. We're gonna take a quick break to talk about one of our partners for this episode. So we wanted to tell you guys more about Scentbird. We mentioned them at the beginning of the show. And this is a luxury perfume subscription service. So thank you to them for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. And I am a big fan of perfume, but I honestly, I don't even have a signature scent. I don't know what I'm doing sometimes with perfume. I have like bottles that are half empty that I like thought I wanted to scent. Maybe I asked for Christmas. I don't like it. So you have a signature scent. I don't. I think this is great because what you do, you guys, is Scentbird has 450 designer brands and you choose one every month and they give you a one month supply. 120 sprays. So you always smell amazing. You get this cute little thing. It's so cute. That's my favorite thing is that the bottles are super tiny so yeah, I can take them with me. But they're not like... You're, if don't picture like a teeny tiny sample, like it's a bigger sample size. You yeah. can travel with it, TSA approved. And it comes in this really cool little container that says Scentbird and you just twist it up and sp spritz out the top and you have a 30-day supply. So you can try all these different brands before you commit to buying a full bottle. You can try all these different scents and you don't have to be married to one forever. So I'm loving it. I got the DKNY Be Delicious, which I love this like apple smell. I got a Versace fragrance and Sorry. I got a Michael Kors. I think Wanderlust is the new one. Yeah. So so I'm a I big got fan. Elizabeth and James, which I've only ever Ooh, seen yeah. at Sephora. Um, 
and I like it a lot. Yeah. So it's very got, expensive. So they have they have Gucci, Prada, Dolce & Gabbana. They have all the fragrances that you want. And so you can just get this one month and it's free shipping all the time. And with this offer that we're offering you guys, you will get 50% off your first month today. So it's only $7.50 for this first one month supply of perfume, usually $15. Go to scentbird.com slash GGE and use our code GGE for 50% off your first month. So we're saying S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash G-G-E. Get on it and smell amazing. And we're back. Um, okay, so I love where you were going with this and just about like turning your life around and, and sort of like dealing with all these things, facing your demons. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, we always say this, the dating a relationship show. Yeah. Um, and I know you had a relationship through this entire time. Basically the whole time. So like, what was that like trying to manage somebody else while like you have so much internally to manage? I mean, she was more like managing me. <laughs> For sure. Because I was just doing whatever I wanted. Yeah, I never, I never cheated on her or anything like that. Well, like, but I mean, but I was definitely betraying, <laughs> betraying them. Oh, she asked me that so many times. Why? Like, She's like, did you was- fool around with a guy? Like, who the fuck are you talking to? I like, think I could is- date a guy that's in prison because at least I know where he is. Like, I know he's not well, out. Well, that was a big thing too. When I would get locked up, she'd be like, oh, at least I know where you are. <laughs> Because that was my thing. I was a disappearer. Like, I was a magician. I would disappear for well, you were on like, drugs. I mean, days, right. weeks. Right. You know? And but I wasn't a- fucking anybody else. Yeah. I want to make that clear. Just getting, like, arrested. And- yeah. <laughs> but you said something interesting, um, which is that, when we were talking before, which is that, you know, you had this relationship, but, like, you didn't realize you could have such a deep emotional connection with somebody intimately that was, like, outside of sex also. So, you like, you didn't build that. So, yeah, when I can't really say anything bad about about her, she should have left me like six months after she met me. So you guys were together, what, a total of what? Almost 10, ten years. years. Almost yeah. 10 years we were together. Right. And she definitely should have left me right after we had it, our, wow. our, our daughter. Uh-huh. Um, but she, she tried to stick it through. So when she actually left me, <laughs> I was not in a good place because I'm still like, I'm living in a program, like going to court to see if I'm actually, you know, going to go to jail again for a little while. Uh-huh. I'm out of shape. I look like shit. So it's like, whoa, nobody will ever want me. <laughs> right, like I'm worthless. Yeah, ever whatever, again. Yeah. yeah. So after I get into running and everything, I have these pounds drop. Now I'm like a trainer at Combody. Like, you know, I got a cool haircut. <laughs> I'm, I'm toned. I got some money. You know, I, made a, I got some nice clothes. Like, then all of a sudden it was like, you know, women were speaking to me. Right. And I was so socially awkward at first i'm like so like what you want to like come back to you want to like come with me to my house or am i going to your house and it's just, just like, assume you're fucking yeah like- and like sometimes it happened and then other times you know it was like i just made it super super awkward so this is your first like foray into dating outside of a 10-year relationship yeah. you're sober yeah you've like never had to do this before yeah wait so did, did you I'm try like, to get her back where we go did you ever try to get her no, back once she okay. once she she let, that was it. It was a wrap. Okay. Like I was, you know. Right. So we do want to get into this. Like, um, <laughs> do you have women that you feel like are trying to like think you're like a novelty where they're like, absolutely. Gonna, yeah. I call it, they, they, they go slumming. It's like, let me. <laughs> like make my dad mad. You know, if it ever comes down to it. And some of them have boyfriends and stuff too. Well, like, even like, okay. So there's this. <laughs> Formerly, I don't know if it's a novelty like he thing. is. But also he's you're, you're a trainer. So, I mean, I think a lot of girls too, regardless of where, whether you've been in prison or not, they yeah. like have a thing for their trainer. So, I mean, are you getting From, like DM slides? 
I, you know, I get DMs and I'm not, 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 and I want to, not from my clients, but from like people, like, I want people to start following me. You know, some people know me too from the past. They're like, wow, you're looking really, like, you look really, really good. Yeah. Uh, if I, I stopped really, I stopped posting my workout videos because I would get like 20 DMs in the middle it's of the night. It's too Thursday. Yeah. It's yeah. like, and I'm like, <laughs> they were definitely out drinking or some, they were right. doing something. And then like I'd answer back and not get any answer. <laughs> right. Because they're like, oh my God, I was drunk when I sent that. Wait, I have a question. Sure. Okay. So you know how I know about con bodies. <laughs> oh my God. Right. What are you you have some story I don't it's know It's not like about. a crazy story. I mean, I just clearly don't know about it because I work out because uh -huh. I don't work out. Um, I know about it because it was on Real Housewives. Uh-huh. It was. Um, I refuse to do that show. <laughs> but it was on it? Like, Real yeah, shit. Yeah, so last season, they, like, all the people from Real Housewives in New York did an exercise yeah, there. They, they did a class. Yeah, they did a class. Did Koss teach it? I don't Koss think Koss and Sultan taught it. Okay. I think that it's cool that they promoted this oh, on the show. Oh, it's super cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, did you guys get, like, a boost? Yes. Right after that? We sure did. And then did you get, like, an uptick in, like, girls sliding into your DMs after that? Uh, it's been pretty, like, I'll get a lull sometimes, but it's pretty constant. <laughs> the activity is, is constant. Well, what is and, your... you know, and it, it kind of, like, I thought, like, for a little bit, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, Derek, you're looking good. But now things have changed a little bit now. Like, my hair is thinning a little bit more. I'm like, I don't really think I'm that handsome of a dude, you know? And great, aside like, from all the prison and stuff, like, and the rehabs and all that, like, I feel like I'm a pretty basic dude. Like, if I didn't talk about my past... You wouldn't be like, that guy's been to prison. Like, I wouldn't. I don't think I get as much action either. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Bad boy thing. Yeah. So what is your, what's your status right now? Are you kind of like, what, would you like to find I'm somebody? I'm single, not ready to mingle. That's okay. what okay. I would say. I like that. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm very curious because, you know, for a long time, when we were our third or fourth episode, we did an episode about drinking and like, could you date somebody who had like different party styles as you? And one of the things that we talked about, I said that like, I don't know that I could, I could personally date somebody that's sober because I don't think they'd want to date me. Mm -hmm. Because I, I mean, I'm not out here like on, I'm not drinking and falling down the street, but I do go out and party. And so, like, do you have a hard time no. dating so people like the that? The thing, I waited like two years till I like actually started going out to socializing. Like, so, well, socializing where alcohol was being served. Gotcha. Yeah. So you really steered clear for a couple years. I wanted to make sure I was strong enough. Yeah. But and I, but I always said in my head, listen, like you're not going to just be this recluse that just stays inside. Like if your friends go out, they invite you out, you need to be social. If they're drinking, then you know, they're drinking. That's just what it, you know, that's what it is. So if you, let's say you meet a girl, this is a hypothetical situation, mm -hmm. and she doesn't know anything about your past, are you hesitant to bring up your past? Or does it come up pretty early? You know, if I'm interested, if I'm attracted, I'll talk to a woman, and I won't really get, like, that vibe back. But after she, like, finds out who I am and follows me on Instagram, she's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, um, and the thing is, is like, I wonder what they think. I wonder if they think like I fuck like a champ or something like that. I wonder because too. I definitely don't. I think it's this innate thing of this like bad boy, but you've also totally recovered. Like women aren't seeking out. I know that is attractive. Like I, I, I know that's because there's been people I've been around like who saw me like at my worst and then saw me rise. Yeah. And they're like, you know, they got attracted to me and I could totally see why. Yeah. And I'm not saying just for me. I'm just saying being around that is kind of like, you know, people, sometimes women are, are attracted to drive. Well, I also think like a sure. comeback story can be Absolutely. very attractive. And yeah. somebody who like has been through so much shit and like has one day was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. And four years you've been sober and four years you've like turned your life around. Like that's so attractive. And like, 
I'll pick somebody who has had strife in their life over somebody who has just been on easy street their entire sure. life. Like, I think it makes you more dynamic. I think it makes you empathetic. I think yeah. it makes you more interesting. You've just... You're on your toes a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just... I've never been attracted to anybody that just, like, grew up with a ton of money and never had a problem in their life mm-hmm. and everything worked out for them. And, like, those just... That, I mean, they're that's not my probably people. the kind of guy you want to get hitched up with, though. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'm not saying I'm seeking out ex-cons either. I'm just saying, like, somewhere in between. And, and, and everybody's different. So some guys just do a couple years, you know, they were in, like, serious relationship before. They can come out and, like, hit the ground running and be, like, okay in a relationship. You got some guys that did super hard time. There's probably going to be issues in, with dating those guys. And then you right. got a dude like me who was just, like, a, I was just a fuck-up. Like, like, I don't feel the need to, like bang every woman I meet like that's not like some of my friends will make will make fun of me for it they're like dude you know you're fucking this package up you could you know you could bang this chick I'm like ah you know I just I'm kind of just enjoying being friends you know for what sure I'm, what I'm saying yeah. well and I wanted to ask you this I feel like we've talked about this before like what you've been through and being in and out of jail in the system and just has it affected how you view relationships in general like with pe- not absolutely romantically but people like did you feel like people like, were intim- intimacy with dudes like it, to me when i was young intimacy meant like sex mm-hmm. like that's what i thought it meant like i guess i didn't pay attention like when they taught it in school or i didn't read the <laughs> definition the right way but like it's like you're being intimate you're fucking that's it right. like you're, you're that's what that word meant yeah, yeah you're you know you have a physical relationship yeah. and then you know after doing all this work on myself and, you know, going to all these groups and, like, therapy and stuff like that, I learned that, like, intimacy is, like, emotional. Right. When someone was like, oh, you know, you could have an intimate relationship with a guy, I'm like, Ur! what do you mean? And then I, <laughs> and then I learned you can, you right. know? And, like, some of these, these guys are, like, my brothers now. Right. I, it was such a hard line for me to figure out in the beginning with women because it's like, she's your friend. She's your friend. She cares about you. Sex is going to fuck this up. Could you have sex with her? Probably. Right. Should you? No. Mm-hmm. So that, you know. You just seem like a good friend. I mean, from what I know about you, you just seem like you show up and you, like, value these relationships. And, like, do you feel like that's that's changed more than it used to? Yeah. I, relationships do mean a lot to me now. But the, the relationship that I mean, I, I feel like I sound so corny when I say this. The relationship that means the most to me is the relationship I have with myself. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. Doesn't that good. sound so lame? <laughs> no. I'm not super really. lame. I mean, you can mock it, but it doesn't sound lame. It's not. It's, I mean, you're the only person that's really going to hold and, you accountable. I mean, haven't you heard Ariana, Ariana Grande's new song? No. She, like, talks all about her exes, and then she's like... Ashley I, picks these things she doesn't stop talking about for a week. Everybody's it, obsessed with it. It was A Star Is Born for a while. And everybody still <laughs> I saw, appreciates I, that. I fell asleep during A Star Is Born. Oh, God. Yeah, but Ashley, only that. because I ran a half... I got Paul to laugh. Paul. <laughs> Okay, guys. So our 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 sound guy who like mon- like the sound is so good because of Paul at yeah. our studio, Entercom Studios. Paul doesn't really laugh at anything, and he's my gauge if I'm being funny or not. Got him. Got him. And it wasn't. It was a, a nice, easy joke too. Yeah, I went with my homegirl. We went to watch it. I passed the fuck out. Uh, but I had ran a half marathon during the All day. Right, so you're physically you're, very yeah, tired. You're fine. Um. So let's take one more break to talk about our other partner for this episode. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Addie, the person only FDA approved treatment for acquired generalized hypoactive sexual desire disorder, HSDD, in women who have not gone through menopause. See fully prescribed information, including boxed warning 
regarding the use of alcohol, severe low blood pressure, and fainting in certain settings at addy.com backslash PI. Symptoms of HSDD include low libido and associated distress. To speak with a doctor about Addy from the privacy of your own home, visit addy.com slash G-G-E. That's A-D-D-Y-I dot com slash G-G-E. Anyway, oh. Ariana Grande. Oh, now so she's sorry. in a relationship with herself. That's, you know, <laughs> her boyfriend, she broke up with Mac Miller. You know, rest in peace, Mac Miller. Um, you know, I can empathize with what he was going through as far For as the sure. drug addiction. Um, when I was young, people used to tell me, like, oh, you have so much talent, this, that, and everything. And you just, you don't see it. And, you know, that guy had so much talent. Yeah. And he still felt like there was a hole in him that he couldn't fill unless he filled yeah. it with drugs. And so... Definitely not on the same level as him, but I can empathize with that. Right. So he dies, and then she goes right with Pete Davidson. Yeah. So yeah. she was going through some stuff. He, you know, so she needs to be by herself. She, she's been through a lot. I mean, yeah. and let's not forget like the shooting. Yeah. I mean, it's just so she, she's at her age. Like I, I'm not this huge her Ariana fame, fan, all but that stuff. All the yeah. things. I'm just like I kind of have some mad respect for her. I don't Absolutely. know. Anyway. I just, you know what I like? You know, my segue to tie this all together is like with Ariana and with you is like we get a lot of emails from people being like, can I turn this around? Can I like change my life at some point? I yes, hate you what's can. going on in my life. And I like. Can you change there. your life? Yes, you can. Should like you date message. an ex-con? No. <laughs> Should you date me? No. I'm going to be real. <laughs> no. You don't recommend it? <laughs> I mean, no. I, I, I can't. Upset. You know I just... what? I can't speak for all ex-cons. I can speak for myself. Right. Do you think you're undateable? I think... Or do you think you're a work in progress? I'm a work in progress. I, ha- I got to be real because... That's good. The worst thing you can do is lie it about it. It took me 20 years right. to walk into the woods. And, you know, I'm walking out. It may take me, you know, five years to get out. Yeah. You know? But it took me that long to get in. So this is why, like, I'm so against, like, just hooking up with people. Because it creates it, the feelings... Get, and see, this is where it's going to make me sound cold because this has happened to me with about five different women to where, you know, we would have sex, we'd hook up, and they'd really, 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 really like me after that. Yeah. And it would scare the shit out of me. And you're like, and for that reason, I'm out. Yeah, you know, and I can <laughs> I think you saw what you did to your ex and you don't want to necessarily do to somebody. That is somebody. true, too. I don't want to hurt anybody. Like, I, my, when I wake, a long time ago when I woke up in the morning, sometimes I, I had a goal to hurt somebody during the day. Now it's not like that at all. Like, I don't want to hurt anybody. People do get hurt. I get hurt. I mean, I've had it turned around on me. What I've done right. to uh, to women. Like, I get ghosted and shut down. Uh, and I say, if I ever get the chance to have sex you, with you, I'm going to. And then not really? call you back. <laughs> I just, I can see. Is that see- fucked up? I think that I always say the thing that makes you the bad guy is not admitting that you're like that, you yeah. know? It's, it's trying to you, be a different person. Like, yeah, you, know you can you sleep with people and not talk to them again. You can sleep with people and not date them. But, like, being honest about that is this what makes girl, you better. This one girl, I mean, I knew her for, like, two years, and I did like her. I was attracted to her. Mm-hmm. So we go to lunch. We get, like, this, oh, I forget what the dish is called. It's a Cuban dish, a seafood dish. Paella. We had it for two. Mokeka. Paella. So no, this is, like, a uh, romantic Mokeka lunch now. Ecuadorian? I totally fucked up. Okay. Because now we're eating out of the same plate. <laughs> so Ashley like, and I do that all the time. Like we're not cute. dating. Are you like on the same side and of the And she's like, too? no. <laughs> fuck that. Oh, I'm the same side. We like, same so side. we get done eating like, and my foot was like. Um, Brushing like her sprain, foot? Oh. So I'm like limping and she's like, oh my God, you're hurt. I don't know. I got to come with you. So we end up like having sex. Because <laughs> your foot was hurt? But listen, 
I did not. I did not perform well. Like I don't consider myself. I'm not gonna tell you. Like I do not have like a overly Perf- large penis. Like I don't. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie about it. My nickname amongst my friends is Schmedium D. <laughs> And the only reason why I know it's not small, <laughs> the only reason why I know it's not small is because my one of my homegirls has a bottle opener that's shaped like a penis, and she's like, "Listen, are you bigger than this?" And I'm like, "Yes," and she's like, "You're fine." She's like, "As long <laughs> as, as we need to make them branded bottle as, openers that are dead." As long as you know how to use it, you're good. Yeah. But this particular day, like I don't know, like my foot was hurt. It was like kind of rainy out. I'm like kind of full. <laughs> and, like, Blame it on the rain. I'm not like doing well. She's like doing everything. So I'm like, all right, it's pretty bad. She's probably not gonna wanna hook you know, like hang out with me again. She did. So I'm like Yeah, that doesn't that's every most girls have had. But you that, know like, what? You know what made sexual. me feel bad is because like as soon as like we had the physical intimacy, like the attraction I had to her just went away. But it's happened like five times. Like to where like, oh I really like her. I really like her. I'm super attracted to her. She's so cool. We have sex and I'm like, I'm just, I'm it's also, not her fault. I'm also wondering if you not being ready to be in a relationship with yeah. somebody. Right. And I also wonder if it's, I don't know, what if the girl like was like, cool dude, see you later and just acted totally nonchalant. Like it didn't rock her world and she still was kind of hard to get. I, I would probably if- act like a punk. <laughs> <laughs> then you'd ruin it. You know, that kind of happened one time. So I was doing like, I'm, I'm working out a lot with this one chick, right? And we end up hooking up and I really liked her. And then like, you know, after a third or fourth time like the sex was decent and she's like you know we're just having fun you know that right and i was like okay oh wow she really big leagued you broken heart oh wait i have a question go ahead okay um what was it like starting to have sex i sound like like it's a serious question when you had to start having sex sober Uh was that really weird it was was so weird because i'm super sensitive to everything like your penis is sensitive? My penis is sensitive. Your small penis. My small penis. Medium, Raina. Jesus. <laughs> it's you, not small. It's bigger than the bottle opener. I'm yeah. really small, so like I don't need a huge D. Some, Ashley's some small chicks do you. need a huge D. I, it depends on the length Paul, of it depends on the length of your vaginal cavity. Paul laughed tally is at two. Just want to let everybody know. <laughs> no, he kind of giggled before when you were talking about Paul your small D. Paul laughed tally is at three. So, two and a half. And a half. Everything is super sensitive. Like the first time I was having sex sober. Okay. It was it was the summer. <laughs> You're so like poetic. It was the summer. It was the summer. I there could was smell the cherry blossoms. Cool breeze cool coming breeze in off in the, the Atlantic air. Ocean. So it was more like June. It wasn't no cool, cool actually. It was hot as fuck. We had the AC on. July, July, August. The AC yeah. okay. blew in through the window. So I'm like August I'm having sex. sex and I to me I'm not doing well. Well, and he, you're, you're probably in your head. I'm in my head like crazy. Totally. I can't believe you could even keep it up for real. It's, it was hard. I would have a hard. Like, I'm, I'm no, like, it wasn't hard. I'm like semi wet noodle in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like not it's not. Hard. I'm not there. Right. I'm always like, oh, you got to get me there. <laughs> so she's like, all right, I want to, you know, change, change. What's gonna come behind me? And the, I was sweating a little bit, and the AC hit me in my back, and the, like the chill made me go completely soft. What? Like in her, and she's like, what is wrong? And I'm like, oh. It's you, it's not me. me. She's like, this this is, we can't do this. I was so fucking embarrassed. I didn't have sex again for like months. Well, I would be like, you're obviously not for me if you don't get turned on by air conditioning like I do. (laughs) Because like the air conditioning is my number one turn on. How did that, I thought you were going to say you got rock hard from the AC. No, No, it made me cold. I went completely limp. It like went back, my penis went back inside me. I was like, get me out of here. Oh yeah. (laughs) Do you look back on your old self and like, 
is it hard to believe that was you? Like, do you feel like a different person? There, I see what you're saying. There is a lot of things, like, I would never be able to do. Like, I can never curse out an old lady now or be disrespectful or not hold the door. You know, my, my mother taught me some good things when I was younger. Like, that's the guy I was meant to be my right. whole life. Not and I, do th I think people do change and yeah. evolve. And what were you going to say? I was going to say, to wrap this up, like, you do some motivational speaking. Like, if you, and you can take a second to think about this, but, like, if you want somebody to take something away from like your life or this podcast or what you've been talking about? Like, is there something like a message that you feel like you want people to like take away from like what you've been through? Uh, this sounds cliche, but it really never is too late to change your life. And I know, especially when it comes to drugs and then being in, in and out of the system, that revolving door, uh, a lot of people, so many things happen where like doors will just get slammed in your face and you're like, what is the sense of doing this? Like, mm -hmm. Some people, I for a big part of my life, it was like, you know, some people are just meant to be bad. Some people are just meant to be in and out of jail. Some people are just meant to be on drugs. Some people are meant to die overdoses, and that is who I am. And that's not who I am. That's not who any of us are. We deserve better lives, and you deserve a better life. And it doesn't matter what you did, you know, if you're trying to become a better person. And anybody who stands in the way of you becoming a better person is not worth your time. And you need to move past them and find people that care about you and where you're going. You'll find your people. It'll happen. Yeah, That's a really beautiful message. Now all of our listeners are crying. I know. I feel like I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to cry. Get your tape decks ready and the tissues. <laughs> um, well, and sometimes people just have, like, I dated a guy that his dad was an addict, an alcoholic, and, like, his dad instilled in him, like, you're worthless, you'll never amount to anything, you're going to be just like me. And I think it was, that was on a loop his whole life, and I think it was so hard to overcome this, like, I've been told since I was a kid that I'm just going to be a fuck up, and I'm never going to amount to anything. Yeah. Like, it's ingrained in your brain almost, and I think that just, But like, people who, who would say things like that to me, who would keep bringing things up from the past, I got to a point where I got strong enough where I, where I was able to say, listen, I love you, if I did love them. I love you, I, and I... And I I'm truly and sincerely sorry for everything that happened in the past. But if you keep bringing it up, I will never speak to you ever again. And I will not lose a wink of sleep of it overnight. I think that's fair. And sometimes that's how you need to speak to people in their own language. If they're going to be like super pushy with you, then, you know, you need to set a healthy boundary. Right. And be like, all right, you're going to give me ultimatums. You're going to say I'm never going to be this. Or you're going to keep pushing what I did on me. All right, so this is it. I love you. I won't talk to you anymore. Right, and I think sometimes it's sometimes hard for people to say that to their family, but sometimes I've said it to my own members, my own mother. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And <laughs> so you're allowed to take a stand at some point. Yeah. And just not just because they're family and blood doesn't just so how you, everyone knows how my relationship with my family is. I'm leaving for Mexico on Thanksgiving, so <laughs> <laughs> with all my friends, no. like, all, they're all going to Mexico. My mom and dad love me. They they just got a place in South Carolina. I just want to say, you know. Thank you for everything you've done for me. You really they really instilled like a hard work ethic. Mm -hmm. Neither one of them went to college. They've really done real well with themselves since my brother and me have gotten out of their lives. So congratulations <laughs> to, them. <laughs> to them in South Carolina. And I'm sure I'll see you around Christmas. Um, I feel very inspired. I've never shared this story on the podcast. I don't think I've ever told you. What are you going to do? You're going to tell a story? I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. Um, oh, my heart's beating. I just never thought there would be any reason to like, tell the story, but... Um, when I was like 12 years old, my dad went to jail for like a long period of time. Um, 
it, it was nothing crazy. I mean, he went through like a really hard time and he was really depressed and he wasn't working and he didn't pay my mom child support for years and years. And she finally had to take him to court. And I mean, he owed her just so much money and he was just being such a piece of shit. He mm-hmm. wouldn't pay her. And, um, you know, I, I come from like a, my parents are educated. They have master's degrees and um, I grew up with a lot of money. And mm-hmm. I mean, my dad just went through a hard time and, and that that happened. And um, it was it was terrible for me. It was humiliating. And, you know, I certainly didn't tell anybody for a long time. And yeah. he he went to jail for about a year and a half and then he was in a halfway for house. For child support. Yeah, for child support payments. Yeah, it's um, a rough really? thing to go to jail for. There's no good time. <laughs> There's really no good time. Yeah. When your daughter's 12, it's a really bad yeah. time. Um, and I didn't know how to tell my parent, like my friends where my dad was. And they released him and he was in a halfway house um, for a while because they'll let you out to, to work so yeah. that you can pay your debts back to your yeah. ex-wife. Oh my God. And that was in Pennsylvania, which is a little more strict with those things, I okay. believe. Yeah. And, you know, for a long time, I blamed my mom for allowing this to happen because I thought that if she had told the court system that I didn't want my father to be taken away from me, that she could have stopped it. I didn't really blame him for a long time, but obviously, you know, he created this own prison. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, he got out of jail and he got a great job and he created his own business and he he recreated his life and he did that in his mid-40s. Yeah. And we have a great relationship. I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at my See- mom. and. I, I think that like there was no reason for me to really talk about this on the show. I just think you've been so open, so I wanted to share that story with you. But my dad's my best friend. He's the best fucking he, person. He had a choice when he got out, and I'm sure he made the decision while he was in, like, I'm really going to straighten my life out. But he could have got stuck in that. He could have came out and been like, oh, I'm so far behind. What's mm-hmm. what's the sense? What's the yeah. point? Yeah. But, you know, I guess there's no reason to ever share this, but, you know, I'm not embarrassed of it, and I don't think that he's embarrassed of it. It's just not something that comes up a lot, but, like, he turned his life around, and that dude is my best friend and my biggest hero. And he's there's never anybody who's been more proud of me. And you don't have to continue that life just because you have that life, you know. And, yeah. um, I mean, I turned my life around. <laughs> yes, your DUI stories are exactly the same. But anyways, we're gonna lighten this shit up. <laughs> yes. Um, we designed a, a game around every guest. Since you're a man, mm-hmm. we asked women to submit. But am I though? You seem like a. <laughs> Only on the outside. Am I really a man? <laughs> I was having sex in the summertime. <laughs> the AC unit blew up my back. I lost my boner completely. I thought he was going to be like, no, I blew my load. No, I didn't blow anything that night. <laughs> um, so red light, green oh, yeah. light. Yeah, so we're going to play red light, green light, which is like people just submitted things that girls do, and we're gonna, you're going to say... Is red this, light, yeah. fuck no. Mm-hmm. Green I'm light, here. this is fine. Sure, or you can, you can yellow light it. All right. Yeah, so you like, yellow light. Red light, you're like, I'd rather go back to down prison. At the yellow light. <laughs> okay. A girl has matching tattoos with her ex boyfriend. <laughs> Ugh. You hate it. Hold on, it's not time out. What what are they? What's the tattoo? Green light, red light? Red light, green light, or yellow light if you're All like, right. uh Yeah, what's the tattoo? Um, it is Oh, I don't know. Like it's a they have matching tattoos. You're dating her? I'm dating her. They're dating like her. Pura Vida, her and her ex. <laughs> Fucking red light. Okay. Wait, you're, you're she's just, out. Yeah. Has That's sex. just fucking Wait, stupid. Wait, we're not going to switch off? No, do it. Give okay. it to me. Oh, you found some more stuff? She All right, talks to her girlfriends about your dick size. <laughs> well, we just talked about that's your dick size. That's, that's fine. That's, yeah, that's Green fine. Light. Yeah. Green light. Green light. Okay. She refuses to take her socks off when you guys have sex. <laughs> have I seen her feet before? Oh, interesting. Yes, you've seen her feet before. They're fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, because that's me. I mean, I would, I'm not trying I to I would definitely you, spend half the time we were having sex trying to take them off, though. I was <laughs> with a guy the other night, like late night on a couch, and he was like, what? it was like three in the morning. He was like, why do you still have your socks on? Do you like socks? 
You did. Well, I'll have sex socks? sometimes and I won't take my boxers off. You just put your dick through the hole? Yep. No, no you don't. It. Get out of here. <laughs> Derek, why? I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's happened you can't hit me with many times, though. <laughs> many times? <laughs> many times. <laughs> there go all the DM slides you were going to get. <laughs> Paul? Paul, too? Paul? <laughs> 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 okay, I, I need to pull another print. Leah is also in the studio. That she's our intern. Would, what if a guy only had sex with his boxers on? She's out. No. I cannot. This is red light for her. I can't. I haven't done it. In okay, a while, I have a funny one. Okay, wait. I'll, you can hit me with another one. <laughs> okay. Oh God, she talks like a baby. When? Yeah, when. During sex? Yes. Red light. <laughs> Same. For sure. Fucking O-U-T. Okay. Yeah. Talks about poop on a first date. Ooh. Like her pooping habits. I guess it would depend on the vibe. Yeah. If I'd shared anything with her. I mean, it doesn't. Okay, I got it. Ready? She comes back from the bathroom, your first date, you guys go to dinner, and she's like, gosh, took the most massive dump. I what? mean, that's kind of funny in a way. <laughs> Yeah, you know, light. yeah. I mean, I mean, to me, it would depend like what your vibe was like. Yeah. Like somebody that comes back from bathroom on a first date and announces I what their never. shit was like, that kind of permeates into everything else in their life. Like, what else are they gonna be so open about? Raina, would you ever do that? You wouldn't do that. No, and I love nobody loves talking about poop more than me. <laughs> I wake up every morning. I text like four people. I'll let. I'll, oh, you've no idea like how big of a poop I just. Well, took. the people I, I hang out <laughs> with now, especially like since I'm like more towards like a plant based diet, like we talk about pooping quite. A bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like a big deal. Right. Yeah. I just at a first date I couldn't bring it up. Okay. Doesn't work out at all. Doesn't run. Doesn't doesn't do anything. That's com- that green light. I'm fine with that. You are. Right. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. A girl that has a ton of guy friends. Hmm. She's like, I'm not a girl's girl. I'm a guy's girl. Most of her friends are dudes. I I I would probably green light it at first, and then eventually red light it. That's it. Yeah. I, mean, I actually think that's a very like, honest answer. I can't handle this shit. Yeah. Them or me. Oh, God. This is so crazy. Okay, Somebody submitted this. It's let so it sh- gross. Shoot. I want to hear it. I have it. a good one, too. Has oh. admittedly made out with a family member. Of their- Fucking red light. That's oh. a great story, though. Oh, I wonder what happened to this girl. If you submitted this question, DM us. Explain to us which family member it was. And are you the person that made out? She's, She's like, I'm asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. She made out with her cousin. Me and cousin Bobby did everything. Also, look, if you made... <laughs> look, if you... Girls, if you hooked up with cousin Bobby, just never talk about it. Take it to the grave. Like yeah. maybe you guys play doctor as kids yes, or something. Just, just never don't bring it tell up. Anybody. It's, it's a it's we okay did, to lie. We did everything. <laughs> when we was young. Okay, everything. Derek. Someone that makes you take a ton of pictures of her until you get the perfect Instagram worthy one. I mean, that's whatever. Green light. Do you actually I mean, had a, do you yeah. do that at Combody? He had to take a bunch yeah. of me last night actually in front of the like wall. You hold up the incarceration thing, right? In yeah. front of the wall. You say Combody Correctional Facility hashtag did the time. Um I love that. I feel like people are gonna flock to the studio. I um, hope so. Wants you to pee on her. Fucking no. <laughs> I'm not fucking peeing. Listen, I'm not into that. I'm going to tell you. This one girl used to make me stand on the fucking fire escape and sneak in, in the wind, through the window and like. Because she had like a rape fantasy? Yeah. <gasps> and so like, yeah, what? I'd sneak Called up on it. her while Nailed she's it. doing dishes and like it happened a few times. 
And like this kid used to be like, hey, mister, what you doing up there? And then like I see like a cop drive by. I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking. And then she asked me to do some heinous shit. And I was like, yeah. Like a role playing thing? If something happens and you die, they'll never believe me. <laughs> right, So I'm right. fucking done. Hey, I know that I'm an ex-convict, but she was just having me role play. Yeah. Like, there's no way you would get out of that. No. What, okay, were you guys sitting in the apartment and she was like, I want you to pretend this? Or she was like, don't ever tell me when this is happening. Just do it when you feel like it. I mean, she, it, she, she like sucked me in and then it got like a little more intense. So and then I'm like, all right, this is getting... All fucking right. wild. So yeah, what was the quote? What was that? What did I, don't I just remember? I don't remember. Um, I have a funny one though. <laughs> Decorates for Christmas the day after Halloween. I mean, that's fine. I would definitely make fun of you for it though. <laughs> but it's not yet. I would tear your ass up. I'm already watching Hallmark movies <laughs> and playing Mariah Carey on repeat. November first. I mean, if you're that into it, like, fuck right? It. Everybody's got their shit. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's All way right. worse things. Well, wrong happy with holidays, me. everybody. Um. <laughs> Well, this is an awesome episode. I want people to thank you for being so open and honest about your life. I hope I didn't kill the vibe. Nice vibe we got in here now. You're no, great. Did you have, did you have a good time? Absolutely. We had a good time. Yeah. But tell everybody where they can find you if they want to sign up for your classes or if they want to slide into your DM <laughs> or don't, you know, whatever. You can follow me on Instagram. It's just my name, Derek Drescher, D-E-R-E-K-D-R-E-S-C-H-E-R. Definitely follow Combody. It's just that Combody. And they're verified. Verified. Mm. We're verified. Must yeah. be we nice. Like, Must be like, nice. You're not verified? No. What? I mean, um, one of my accounts is verified, but Girls Gotta Eat is not verified. That's we'll, not, we'll get that's there. Cool. I'm really not fucking cool. Um, anyways, sorry. So we have, <laughs> at Combody, we have... There's, it's not just me uh, there. You know, we got Kas Marte. He's our founder. Sultan Malik is another trainer. Um, Sarita Wright is another trainer. Um, we have Latour. We have so many different people to, to choose from. You could come try all our classes, see which one suits you best. Fitness changed our lives, and we want to help you change your life through fitness also. Where is the studio located? Broom and Eldridge, 294 Broom Street, Lower well, East Side. Lots of trains right there. Lots of trains. Yeah. You got the F, you got the J, you got the M, <laughs> the B, the D. The A is not too far. Yo, yo, yo. Shout out, Lower East Side, all my Dominicans. <laughs> I love the class, and it wasn't hard on my feet. You do it barefoot. Barefoot. Yeah, I, I would say... It's cushy. Yeah. It's padding. It's real. Like I am. My feet. Some people are, my like to put socks on. I feel because they're they're scared to show their toes. But I say just go barefoot because you really get the feel, and you you work out better in bare feet. I believe. I had a great experience. I was nervous at first because I've some classes hurt my feet, but it's like padded enough that yeah. it feels, I feel great today. Yeah. Like sore in the right places. Mm -hmm. Total body workout. And then, as always, you guys can follow us on Girls Gotta Eat Podcast. You can shop our merch and look for live show tickets at girlsgotteatpodcast.com. Um, Holiday I sweatshirt. Never, I never out. talked about the movie. Damn. Oh. I can't plug it. It's too late. It's too. Can I? You want to plug I mean, your movie? Just say it. I mean, it's already doing really good. What's it called? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Mr. Hall, I don't need to plug the movie. <laughs> Fuck it. Leave no 100%. trace. Okay, leave no right, trace. Leave no out. trace, starring uh, Ben Derek Foster <laughs> and and Thomas Mackenzie. I'm only in for two. And scenes. Derek Drescher. Derek Drescher's in it, but. <laughs> This this girl gave one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. Like, and it's not just because I'm in the movie. I mean, she killed it. You will cry. I cried twice both times I saw it. It is a beautiful story about a father and a daughter. Go check it out. It's Ooh. probably gonna get nominated for Academy Award. Okay. I mean, I'll not because like, I'm the whole in time. It. Yeah. That's no big surprise. 
You will definitely cry at the end. Watch Derek accept his, he fell his Academy Award. Stars no, board. I'm not getting an Academy Award. I'm fucking going if it gets nominated. I definitely. Can we be your date? You absolutely. You have that tux already. I have that tux. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I just bought a red gown. Yeah. Cool. I'm if in. I could bring dates, yeah. Yeah, you can both we're come. in. All right, guys, that's it. That's I hope it. you guys like the episode. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Have Bye. a good week. Bye.